Hey, podcast listeners, it's Ryan Frank. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, if it's been a while since you've been to kidsmatter.com, you need to go check it out. K-I-D-Z-M-A-T-T-E-R.com. We've recently uh, reinvented the entire site. It's now primarily downloads that you can use in your children's ministry. So you're going to find downloadable games. You're going to find worship videos. You're going to find printables. You're going to find teaching units. All kinds of great stuff, and the website is growing literally every day. So if you've not checked it out, go check it out, K-I-D-Z-M-A-T-T-E-R, kidsmatter.com. I think you're going to love it. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, friends, good morning. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. So glad that you are here. Andy, how long have we been doing this now? Three weeks. I don't know. Everything runs together now. It does. I feel like it's been a good three weeks. At least. Possibly a month. Could have been six months. <laughs> it, you know, it very well. What day is today, Andy? Um, I, I hear it's Monday. Not confirmed yet, though. Um, all right. Hey, quick uh, shout out, Andy. Great job on the um, Super Saturday Kids Show. We've had a lot of great feedback on Facebook. Yeah, great show this week. Uh, thanks to all of our contributors and everybody, you know, all of our viewers get about that uh, 13, 1500 views already That's over great. the weekend and hopefully more to come. Um, really blessed to see how many uh, Kidmen people are, are using that as part of their programming uh, for, you know, during this pandemic and things, just shooting that out to their families. So yeah. So really appreciate all that. We had a great week lined up in the coffee chat. So, um, Cool. Well, thanks for your help, Andy. Appreciate you yeah, letting me know how many weeks we've been doing this now. No um, problem. Yeah, you're always you're always there with with the exact answers, and I appreciate it. <laughs> In my best Chick Fil A voice. My pleasure. It's, it's my pleasure <laughs> to serve. Well, hey guys and girls, there are a lot of great conversations happening in I Love Kidmen right now. I was looking this morning at some of our top uh, posts. Thank you for being such an active part of the community. Those of you that are new to the community. We have a welcome gift for you. Uh, all you have to do is go to I Love Kidman and click right there, and you're going to see what that welcome gift is. Um, big welcome to all of you in the community. also wanted to mention this, that we have updated over the weekend our group rules. We have shared some hacks to help you navigate the I Love Kidman Facebook group. And as you see on the screen, there's a free $10 gift for those of you that are new to this community. This is a posted announcement at the top of the screen. Uh, just go to the I Love Kidman Facebook group and you'll see it. Sean Sweet's joining me. It's 8 a.m. in the morning out in beautiful California where Sean is joining me from. So Sean, thanks for being here. Sean is a preteen pastor. Sean is also part of the uh, team responsible for four, five, six. Spell it out, F-O-U-R-F-I-V-E-S-I-X, 456. Sean, I always forget if it's 456.com or .org. Which one is it? Dot .org. Dot .org. And you always, you forget too, didn't you? You had to stop I, I did it for a second. For a second, yes. 456.org. Sean is a, a great contributor to I Love Kid Men. He is a contributor to the Daily Coffee Chat. And... Um, Sean and I have been talking a little bit about how this pandemic is going to impact curriculum in the future. You know, we talk a lot about how it's going to impact 
the way we do Sundays and the way that uh, we do discipleship during the week. We've talked a lot about how it's moved a lot of us into media ministry overnight. Um, and what we haven't talked a whole lot about is really how it's going to impact curriculum. And I think this is an interesting conversation to have. And I know, Sean, you have some thoughts around it. What do you think? You think this is going to impact the way we use curriculum moving forward? I think so. I think people have really experimented during this time with, you know, some different um, methods um, and finding that uh, curriculum has either supported that, supported these different methods, or it's, you know, we always, we take, everybody takes curriculum and they modify it to match their context. Yeah. But um, I think um, there've been so many different experiments that people have been doing from um, doing Zoom services to doing video, like recording videos and sending them out um, to even people equipping parents, taking curriculum and, and turning it into uh, curriculum that, that the parents of their ministries can use. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really interesting to me because uh, temporarily, these are all things that curriculum companies, a lot of them have allowed, yeah. but th this is not typically how curriculums have allowed their content to be used. Like publishers aren't okay with people filming videos of their lessons and sending them out That's That's to true. people. Um, and I think when it first happened, it was like, oh, sure, go ahead and do it. Cause we thought it was, you know, everybody thought it's going to be five weeks. It's going to be yeah, you know, yeah, maybe yeah. six weeks, eight weeks. Now here we are three months into it and people have, uh, are, are still not sure when all the families are going to return. So what's going to happen when curriculum companies go, Hey, we really don't want our stuff out there. Yeah. Is that what's going to happen? Or are curriculum people going to, are they just going to make that a part of, you, you know, there's all sorts of issues, right? Because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have, of course they don't want their lessons to be out there unless you are somebody who's subscribed to their curriculum. That's a good point. So, yeah. so what, what's the future look like for curriculum companies? Um, yeah. almost, don't you almost feel like for these publishers and curriculum providers to not only compete, and I, I hate to use the word compete because we're in a ministry context in church, but in one sense, there are so many curriculum providers out there that they, they do compete with each other just to get your attention because they want to serve you so well. To, that to compete and to really serve the church well, they're going to have to rethink some of this. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, and the thing too, the thing is that people have gone in so many different directions, Ryan. Mm -hmm. It's like, are, are curriculum companies going to choose one direction? Or are they going to have to provide even more content for people? So, you know, like in the chat, I'm interested in, in seeing, I, I what, ha how have you been using curriculum? Have you um, just not been using it? <laughs> yeah, I don't good. think so. I think people have been using it. They've just been using it differently. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So how do, had, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. Oh, so I guess the question is, how do curriculum um, providers, how do they help support that? Um, mm. You know, now we're a really small, you know, four, five, six is really small. And so we've been able to like adapt everything quickly. And now all of our lesson have, lessons have Zoom scripts and we do- I didn't know that, that's cool. Yeah, so we do we do Zoom scripts for all of our, like every lesson has a script that you can use for Zoom. We're, we're sending video for everybody of every lesson now. 
uh, one of our subscribers does really good videos. So we're like, hey, can we share that with everybody? And they said, yes. That. So we've been able to mobilize pretty quickly and we're planning on continuing doing that. The question is, what does that look like long-term? What does that look like? Are we, are, is that gonna be two years down the road, curriculum subscribers, are, our curriculum providers are gonna give you, uh, you know, parent, here, here's how you can put this in your parents' hands. Here's a video you can send out to people who are still scared to come to church, uh, you know. And the other thing I think that's happened, Ren, and you've talked about this before, is that the barriers to attending church have dropped. Like we've, there's, you've taken away the resistance mm -hmm. or the, what's the word that you use? Uh, not tension, but the um, friction. The friction, yeah. Yeah. You, you've yep. taken away, you've taken away the friction by having videos on demand that people can watch. Yeah. Uh, so now people have, are people are getting used to church on my terms. Yeah. Right. So, what what does that look like? You know, another that's a real good point, and I think I think um, curriculum publishers and resource providers are going to have to wrestle through some tough things. I, I think you have some children's pastors and children's ministry leaders that have taken their current curriculum, whatever they're using, and done their best to adapt. And then I feel like you've got a good number of kids pastors out there that have just, for whatever reason, chosen to put that curriculum that um, that group, that Lifeway, whoever it is, curriculum on the shelf for a little bit and create something of their own mm. because I'm doing Zoom and so I'm going to create my own thing or I'm, I'm, I've just got to adapt. And, and so I think you might see, I kind of, I kind of feel like youth pastors have always been their own breed and that they want to create their own curriculum. They don't want to necessarily use something out of the catalog or off the shelf. They want right. to they want their youth group to have its own unique feel. They're going to come up with their own lesson. They're going to come up with their own supplemental things to fill in the blanks. And I wonder if during this pandemic, as kids pastors have zoomed and their models have changed and they're not doing small groups anymore. They're not doing Sunday schools right now. They're not doing Wednesday nights. They're kind of creating their own thing. If we might see more of that in the children's ministry community. Yeah. I'm really excited to see and I think the I Love Kidman uh, is a really good hub to see some of these creative things that people are doing. Yeah. Uh, I'm learning so much about curriculum just by reading through what people are posting, like what they're doing to minister to parents. Because yeah. one thing this pandemic has done is it's caused people to be creative. It uh, oh, big time. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just had yeah. a conversation with, uh, with a gal who has taken her curriculum and turned it into a resource for parents that they're teaching the curriculum with their kids. And then she's checking in, like she's supporting the parents as they're doing that. Um, and it's like, what, what a great model. And then Sunday, her idea is Sunday is a time when we come together and celebrate what you've done with your family all week long. Um, yeah, that's, a, so, that's great. Yeah, so I, I just, I'm excited about the future of curriculum. I'm excited to see what new ideas uh, rise up out of all mm -hmm. of all of this uh, this chaos. Yeah, um, that's the thing about chaos is it is it leads to new things that we weren't even thinking before. Oh my word! What do you think about Sean when you think about your church and the preteen ministry at your church? Yeah, how has this made your preteen ministry stronger? What's something so, that comes to mind? It's you know Ryan, it's been great. Um, 
So we actually are starting in-person meetings again next Sunday. Nice. Okay. Um, but we have been meeting online and our numbers have been consistent. We've been doing Zoom, Zoom services. Yeah. And I, I tell you what, like I always knew preteens needed interaction, but with Zoom, you got to have even more interaction. Yep. Um, and the engagement factor has actually gone up because, you know, at first it was like, whoa, I'm, I'm seeing their faces and I'm seeing their response to like, even when I'm not teaching, I can, I can look and go, okay, this part, nobody's uh, engaged with uh, because you have all their little faces in a box and you can, and you can see that. And so we have really adapted well and our preteens are loving the online zoom thing. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm zoomed out, uh, whatever, but our kids are just, it's been great for them. And I feel like our community is even stronger and closer than they were before. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It just, John, it's what's been your secret? Do you have a secret to, I, I, I pick up all different kinds of stuff about zoom too. And one thing that I do, I do empathize with some of these people like they organize this um, thing online. Yeah. And they, they go on zoom and nobody shows up or right. two kids show up and they put all this work into it. Um, what would you say to someone who's doing the work, but they're having a hard time getting the kids to show up? Okay. So this has been interesting because we've been meeting with our group locally, like the kids from our church. But yeah. we've also been meeting with kids from other churches, like on, as part of the curriculum, the deeply rooted curriculum. Mm -hmm. One thing we're providing for our subscribers is we're doing services for their groups on Thursday. And so they can come, they can bring a group. We put on the program and then they have small group time together. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm, what I'm noticing is with our group, it's been so strong and so consistent and and then not not so much with other groups. And, and I can see that on our Thursday Zoom calls, I see some groups that are maintaining and other and growing even, and some groups that are, are shrinking. Yeah. And I think what's really um, incredible to think about is how to make it not your product, but the kid's product. Mm -hmm. So like our kids are leading games. They're creating the games and leading them. So are they going to show up? Absolutely. I don't have to worry about them showing up. Mm -hmm. uh, they're helping like we have our kids in leadership they are still doing things in leadership roles they're leading worship mm -hmm. they're greeting people so it's not the sean show uh, by by any means it's about the community That's and it's about those kids like i'm calling kids saying hey can you do this on wednesday for our zoom can you do this would yeah. you be do you have an idea for a game or whatever and they're bringing a lot of the content um, and I think that's been the secret for Thursdays is if, if I go to small group time and I'm the only one talking, if I get on a zoom call and I'm the only one talking, I've lost them. They, they need to be seen and noticed, um, and, and heard. And so if we can use, uh, you know, our online platforms as a space to see them, instead of just being in a space where they see us, yeah, I think that's, that's the key mm -hmm. is how are you using your online platform as a way for you to see them and know, help them to know that they're seen and heard and cared about. Yeah. So yeah, that's been, that's been huge. That's good advice. Good advice. Sean, for your church, what's summer ministries looking like when you think about BBS camp, whatever. Um, so yeah. we have gotten the go ahead to do an away camp, a five day away camp. Really? Yes. At the end of July. 
Okay. Um, working with the campgrounds there, uh, we have a great relationship with them. And they just said, bring however many kids you can. We're not going to worry about the minimum. Wow. Um, so That's we're putting that out to families this week. We did cancel all of our day camps through the summer, uh, just not knowing what things are going to look like. So we're doing what we're calling Elevate Summer Events. And okay. every week we're, we're looking at, okay, what can we do now? So like today, tonight, six o'clock, we're going out to Folsom Lake and uh, you're not supposed to have gatherings at Folsom Lake. So we're just, we're telling all the families, hey, Dana and I are taking our kids out to Folsom Lake. If we see any of you out there, that would be amazing. We'll be there from six to 7.30 at such and such a place. And we've done this twice now. We, we did a thing at the mall because the mall opened up. And, uh, and it was great. It was so neat. So we're just doing a lot of like community type stuff. And then we're continuing our Wednesday night Zooms. And uh, Sunday, we're going to start meeting in person with groups of like, you know, I anticipate we're doing four different services now, 25% capacity in our church. Um, and so I'm anticipating that we're going to have about, you know, eight to 10 preteens show up for that as well. So I love it. Yeah. Um, it's Sean Sweet. Sean, before I let you go, tell us what will we find when we go to 456.org? Spell it out, F-O-U-R-F-I-V-E-S-I-X.org. Because you and your um, friends and ministry partners really put together a great resource to help preteen leaders. Tell us about it. Right. So the whole goal is to help people as um, they're letting go of the bike and uh and running beside and what that means is that we are putting ministry in the hands of the preteens the faith is becoming theirs at this age 9 10 11 12 especially they yep. need to start taking ownership of their faith and we are resourcing leaders who are ready to do something different with their older elementary than they've been doing with their younger elementary and that is to let go of the bike and run beside let them very wobbly at first, but they're figuring out how to make the faith their own instead of just the faith of my parents, the faith of my pastors. It's becoming my faith, and we want to equip leaders as they're moving in that direction. So we do have curriculum, uh, and right now, Ryan, we're doing 50% off of our curriculum. That's uh, cool. Because, we, well, I mean, <clears throat> you know, we don't know what budgets are all over the place, and economy is very strange right now. So yep. we're, we're okay. offering that. Uh, just is there a promo that. code for that or is it just on there? Yeah, you just use the code trial. Okay, okay. Because everybody's having trials right now. Yeah. All different yep. kinds. <laughs> this is a trial. Yep. <laughs> so we want, Sean, yeah. Yeah. Go check out 456.org. Um, check out the curriculum. Check out the resources. Um, if you ever want to just talk preteen ministry, you're really wrestling with something, find Sean on Facebook. He'd be happy to Absolutely. talk with you and encourage you. Um, Sean, I'm going to pray for you. Lord, I thank you for Sean. I thank you for his church. I thank you for the ministry that he is making there within his community and abroad. I thank you for the ministry of 456.org. Thank you for this good conversation around curriculum and the need to adapt, um, the need to not only let our kids hear from us mm. when we get online with them but for us to get to hear from them lord we love you we give you the day in christ's name amen sean thank you so much hey i i thank you ryan and just if i could say one last thing i think you said yep. something there in your prayer 
which yep. is I think the future of curriculum is that it provides vision that's adaptable for your, you know, for your content. I think that's the future. It's, that's, I love it. Well said. All right. Sean, thank you so much. Talk to you later, Ryan. All right. Friends, go check out uh, 456.org, F-O-U-R-F-I-V-E-S-I-X.org. Sean's a great guy. Um, he has a great family, a great church, great team that are behind this website just to serve you. So I hope that you enjoyed that conversation. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.